0: I mean, 2020 has been going on for a while, but we haven't done these for a little bit just because you know how it works. You have to get back into the swing of things, but we are well and truly there now, which is why, yes, if you are listening to this, uh, be uh, on the podcast feed or on the YouTube feed or whatever, it's a, a wrestling show. You're not seeing my face. You're just seeing the thumbnail, which makes some people mad. Don't know why, but that's YouTube comments for you. And this is basically where I reach out to all of my patrons, patreon.com forward slash simonmiller316, and they are able to come on the show and you basically get to talk about whatever you want. Genuinely. Uh, it's, it's your show I, I, one of the reasons i do it is because i think it's a nice perk to offer through patreon anyway but also it's just cool to talk to the wrestling community you never know what feelings and thoughts and emotions people are going to have about wrestling the one i always go back to is the guy that i got and didn't like wrestling but wanted to talk about it anyway i was like awesome man who knows where this chat is going to go uh, and the very excellent thing about what we've been doing this a while now is that people are coming back on this show so hopefully you recognize the voice you understand their opinions you understand their their ups their downs their left the rights that's why my man nick is back on today nick how you doing my Friend, joel
1: I'm doing really good. I'm excited for our first podcast of the new decade.
0: Hell yeah, new decade is true. Well, then you get that one guy going, it's not a decade, it's like, oh, go away. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, but we're going to do an NXT UK special, well, not NXT UK, an NXT general uh special today. Yeah, it's not something that uh, I'm able to talk about a lot on my podcast just because of my uh, you know, what culture duties. It's the one show that it does take a back seat just because I have to prioritize other things for my job. I'm very lucky. Uh, that I'm able to do that but I always do catch up when I can um, and obviously it's quite a big few months for NXT you know they are hopefully going to have a better rating than with, uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday a Thursday sorry to uh, to pull back the curtain but hopefully their rating will be better than it was last week obviously that caused a little bit of controversy but more importantly than that we are but four days removed as of recording from NXT UK takeover blackball tool and the really cool thing I find about that show is is that, you know, uh, WWE and Triple H put so much, or they highlight that more than maybe they necessarily do the week-to-week show. And what usually happens is a lot of people will go and watch the pay-per-view that don't watch the, like I say, don't watch the week-to-week TV show, and they are introduced to all of these guys who absolutely, and girls, who absolutely kill themselves. And I kind of feel like that's what they did um, over the weekend and in Blackpool. And I know, Nick, you want to talk about that, so I'll pass the ball over to you. And yeah, we can just get into it.
1: Yeah, so um, a lot of people like to say that, oh, WWE doesn't really highlight the UK brand as much as they should. So in other words, you know, they don't care. But that's the thing. When you actually tune in, the the talent on the roster, they make you care because that's just how amazing they are. Um, I mean, it is uh, it goes without saying that there are times where, you know, the the weekly show doesn't really highlight a whole lot of stuff. You know, sometimes you'll get a lot of random matches. But they do build uh, some good storylines on that show occasionally. And whether you want to catch up with that on YouTube or actually uh, tune in, you know, it's it's just how uh, you consume it. But, um, yeah, I said uh, in our last podcast that my favorite match of last year was from uh, TakeOver Cardiff, which was NXT UK. Uh, Walter versus Tyler Bate. Absolutely incredible match. And, uh, yeah, this show um, didn't run too long. Uh, All the matches were very exciting. Um, I mean, so to start it was Trent Seven versus uh, Eddie Dennis. A a decent start to a show, you know. I wasn't expecting like a huge banger match. But, uh, man, that one spot where uh, Eddie Dennis just threw Trent Seven over the top rope, man, that got me good.
0: That's- yeah, that was nuts. That was absolutely nuts. Like, I mean, again, I, I sometimes with shows like that, that I get too late. You, all, you always get some kind of opinion. I didn't hear anybody talking about that. I was like, more people should be talking about Eddie Dennis trying to kill another human being. <laughs> Again, it, it's, it's 2020. You can go find that clip on Twitter within seconds. It is. And it was kind of cool as well, because obviously the tease was that he was going to throw him into the exposed turnbuckle. Yeah, I thought it was a quite nice, a, a quite a nice story to us, but instead yeah, he just went, nah, screw that. I'll chuck you onto the floor. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Just nuts, man. Proper nuts.
1: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And, uh, so yeah shout out to Trent seven for willing to take that spot he 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 is a legend in the biz so uh and Eddie Dennis won, which I think was the right right result um and then
0: I think so too because he's he's been out so long with injury that now they're finally getting behind him. I think you know he's one of those guys that's maybe not as established as as he should be again because of his injuries so now. You know, we know someone like Trent Seren, who's, who's kind of uh, he's almost a pillar of that whole brand. Mm-hmm. You know, if you weren't sure before, now you're like, OK, got to take Eddie Dennis seriously. Yeah. So I agree.
1: Yeah. And then uh, after that, the triple threat for the women's title was pretty stellar. You know, the, these women had incredible chemistry. Um, didn't expect Kaylee Ray to retain. Um, I kind of thought they were going to put it on Piper because uh, I, I feel like she's deserved a little run. But at the same time. Uh We haven't seen a whole lot of Katie Ray, you know, really establishing herself as a dominant champion. So I'm okay that she retained. Um
0: I no, I, I am too. I, I think as well there may be, and maybe there's more going on here than than we know. I, I know that I, I got. I know it kind of ties into some of the stuff that's going to happen that we're going to talk about later. But I can certainly see Tony Storm maybe moving to quote unquote proper NXT. And maybe Piper Niven wasn't at a hundred percent, obviously. You know, shout out to Piper Niven who suffered balls palsy, oh, yeah. Bell's palsy only about six weeks or so ago. Now, obviously, you know, the crazy thing about Bell's palsy is it's a disease that most wrestling fans know about just because of Jim Ross. Yep. You know, I, I would never have I don't think I even would have looked into it because I wouldn't have even known about it if it wasn't for him. But it is a it's a real terrible thing to go through. So, you know, to come back from that and put on the kind of triple threat match that that these three girls did I thought yeah I thought it was absolutely brilliant and I, I, I'm with you I didn't mind Kaylee Ray, uh, Kaylee Ray keeping it because I think Tony Storm's going to go off and do her own thing I think Piper Niven maybe that's the feud you do now you do Piper Niven versus Kaylee Ray and you properly build Piper Niven up for the victory but yeah I think Kaylee Ray needs a, a proper run I think she needs to establish herself a little bit more and matches like this absolutely do that because again she's going to have a bigger audience a bigger audience on her so yeah I, I liked it again for me at this point especially when I was watching it, it was two for two Exactly. And then,
1: um, so, so I want to mention that in a previous QA thread, you know, I asked you uh, what would be like the match of the night on this show. And I personally thought it would be the latter match. No, it was this next match. Uh, Tyler Bate versus oh, Jordan Devlin. Man, crazy! T- Tyler Bate, it, it is absolutely criminal that I'm like 10 years older than him
0: and <laughs> he
1: has. Like he still has a bright future ahead of him, and he's already established he's like a megastar at his age.
0: Um, yeah, he's 22 years old for people that don't know. He's 22 years old. She's 11 years older than me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, man, he
1: just puts on the most stellar matches. He tells the best stories. I mean, like I said, you know, the match with Walter was incredible, and this match with Jordan Devlin, you know, just about lived up to that standard as well. I mean, these guys just went to war with each other. I will say this though, I really think Jordan Devlin should have won because they they kind of need to build him up in a sense that you know Walter's going to need future challengers, and uh, Jordan Devlin kind of needs some some leverage and some rub from uh, from guys that are that we know are established talents like Tyler Bate. So. I, I guess that would be the only uh, uh, th- thing about it is that I really think Jordan Devlin should have won. But hey, I'm happy with Tyler Bate winning, you know. And I, I, and also, maybe, I do know what uh, you mean. Ma- sorry, uh, but maybe like with Tony Storm, maybe he's going to be going to uh, NXT at Full sale soon. So I don't well, know. Maybe we'll, we'll I see th- what
0: happens. I think I hope you're right. I think you you're, you're on the ball there with Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin to me has almost become like Finn <coughs> Balor. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on the main roster before he moved down to NXT. Like a guy that you can just... You know, you you, you can just... You, you, he's put in matches like this because everybody knows that he can do a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. But there doesn't seem to be a real impetus to push him in the way. Probably because they, they... Again, they know... He's like a Dolph Ziggler character too. They know how good he is at professional wrestling and that you can put him in there with whoever you want and he's going to absolutely smash it. But they don't necessarily see a a proper path for him, which I find a bit crazy because you're right to me. I don't think it massively hurts either of them, but Tyler Bate, given how he has been pushed by the brand and how he is, how he is positioned, I think could have lost here. And Jordan Devlin would have got something out of it, especially because it was like a 22 minute match. Like those last five, 10 minutes, the crowd was so into it. (laughs) Uh, I think a win like that would have really put him over the top. You're right. I'm with you. I don't think it makes a difference. You know, if one of them did jump across to NXT, that would make more sense, but I hope that we're not putting Jordan Devlin in that position of, I mean, he's not really happy, smiley guy. But you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want it to be just a workhorse. I think there's more there, and I think going forward for NXT UK in general, if we're going to keep building on it, he's one of the people you need to use as kind of like part of your foundations. But we'll see. Again, it, it's one of those matches where who really cares who wins and loses because it was just so good and it was so much fun to watch. And as you said, it was a real, you know, a real eye opener about how good some of these guys are. I mean, Jordan Devon's only twenty nine. He's, he's thirty in like a couple of months, I believe. So it's not like he's, uh, you know, he's, he's not past his prime or he's not an old dude or anything like that so the future is bright for both of these guys but it all comes down to booking but yeah this was absolutely the match of the night this is one of those matches that if you haven't seen it just go and watch it if you like wrestling you'll be impressed with how hard they hit each other and (laughs) just all of it is top all of it is top exactly
1: and uh then we had the ladder match next uh it was still fun even though it uh i i thought it was gonna be match of the night but uh but again still fun still entertaining um I think it was the the few botches that that really dragged it down but the like especially the part where I think it was uh Mark Coffey that his table just collapsed unfortunately when they were when uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews were trying to do that double ladder spot but they improvised really well you know they they did that double team move on top of Wolfgang and I thought that was uh and see that's uh that's one of the hardest things about uh pro wrestling Uh, well and especially it's kind of like in the acting biz you know it's like if something goes wrong you improvise and sometimes it it turns out better than originally planned and it makes you forget about what just happened so yeah yeah credit to those guys for for pulling that out um in terms of the result um yeah, I, I'm okay with Gallus retaining because again they haven't had the titles for very long. I think this was like their first defense since having it. I'm not quite sure, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it was the right result. What do you think?
0: No, I I, I would. I think it went too long. I hate saying too that long, because yeah. these guys, well, these guys killed it, right? I don't <laughs> like being like it went too long. Who cares? Like ultimately, you know, this was. Just six guys that went in there and abs- again they absolutely killed themselves. Eight guys, sorry, eight guys they went in there and absolutely killed themselves. Like it was. I, I, I sometimes I think we're overcritical as wrestling fans, but yes, I mean in terms of my enjoyment as a fan, sat on my couch, I think you probably could have chopped off sort of eight minutes and it would have been equally as equally as powerful. But and again, I don't even necessarily mind botches because I I know where you're coming from. But it happens, right? We're all human beings. I make mistakes all the time, but I'm lucky in the sense that as long as it's not live, nobody gets to see it. (laughs) You know, that's the uh, that's the awesome thing of a live environment. To me, WWE just doesn't do bad ladder matches. They just don't. They have a formula for them, but that's fine. It's like the Royal Rumble. Everyone says, oh, the Royal Rumble should be 40 or 50 people. No, the Royal Rumble is special still. I don't know how they do it, but it has to tie into the the 30-man concept. It just does. There has to be a reason for that. And as for Gallus Retaining, what I did enjoy is that while this was a takeover and a big event and it was pushed as such, nobody lost their belt. And I think it's massively crucial to do that sometimes because it allows titles to feel important when they do switch hands. And you probably could have changed the tag or you could have changed the women's. I never thought that the, the UK championship would change. I just didn't think that Joe Coffey felt like he was the um, other way around. I didn't think like Walter was ready to lose it. It just didn't feel like the right time. But the fact that they all walked away from their titles, you know, it just sets a precedent. It sets um, some education for people watching that don't overly expect what we usually do because we will try and circumvent your expectations so yeah I thought it was awesome Um, it probably didn't help that the last three matches went like you know 20, 25 and then 30 again I think we probably could have shaved off Um, some stuff all over the place there, maybe added another short match in. But again, this is me being a massive pedant. I thought they were, you know, they were three amazing last matches. I think maybe if you had switched around the Tyler, Bate, Jordan, Devlin match with the ladder match, because, you know, Tyler and Jordan could have easily have followed a ladder match, even though it was full of carnage. But yeah, you know, I, I, I was fine with Gallus winning they kind of still feel like they're finding their feet the tag team championships helps with that imperium is still associated with Walters, so you know they're always going to be a, be a big deal and uh, mark andrews of flash morgan webster and guizzo young veterans are well they're so talented they could they can get away with it and it would have been a bit weird if we had given it back to andrews and, and webster so soon as well you know they got it and then lost it and then got it again you start to play hot potato so i think this made sense yeah i think this made sense and um Again, not as well. Didn't win the, the match of the night, as you uh, as you rightfully say. But it's a WWE ladder match, which again, it's never bad. It's never bad.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and and that's kind of the one thing that uh, Adam Cleary said on his uh, ups and downs video. I think, or well, yeah, he did the ups and downs. So it's like it's a ladder match. Like, what are you complaining about? You know, Lad- ladder matches are always fun. Like, yeah, they're scary sometimes, depending on the situations the wrestlers put themselves in but yeah it's like how can you not enjoy a ladder match you know they're they're just loads of fun and you just gotta trust that the wrestlers will you know will be careful (laughs) but uh yeah so yeah good on those guys so and so now with walter versus joe coffee um what i liked about it obviously is you know it's two big beefy lads just (laughs) <laughs> on a collision course with each other. And, you know, I, I'm a guy of variety, you know. I, I I love me, you know, a video game match, but I also love just a big hoss battle, you know. As
0: you and, should, man, yeah.
1: And uh, I guess the one uh, thing is, the one issue here is that, you know, this is obviously uh, Joe Coffey's, like, second chance at the UK title. And, and ironically, it was his first attempt was Blackpool from last year. And I guess a lot of people think that Joe coffee was just kind of being filler here for Walter until they can, you know, kind of properly uh, build a new challenger for him. But I didn't really think that mattered. You know, uh, both these guys, they were clobbering each other. And I mean, what more do you want? You know, <laughs> I mean,
0: no, no, I didn't I'm, expect. I'm to,
1: sorry, um, I didn't expect Walter to lose either. Like you said, um, I, I think he needs to hold that title for a long time to, to really establish his dominance, and and be like the, the big uh, credible threat that everyone needs to take down. But again, like uh, Joe Coffey put in a good effort. In fact, I would say this is this was probably better than him versus Pete Dunne last year. I'll I'll go as far as that. You know, only because there were, you know, botches in that first match. This one, uh n- not as many, but and also there uh there was that big moment of suspense with that oh, that incredible ref bump, man. <laughs> I mean
0: <laughs> taking that drop <laughs> kick from Walter, man. You're a chance <laughs> the ring, yeah. <laughs> and
1: then, you know, you got Alexander Wolf interfering and then Ilya Dragonov coming in to stop him. I mean, again, it 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 it's a very told a very uh intense story and I I genuinely enjoyed it.
0: No, I, I I'm with you. Like again, potentially a little bit too long. Uh, But only because of the thing you've already mentioned. Like when I've got two big dudes just brawling it out. I mean, I'm not saying they should have done this, but my favorite two big dudes brawling out match ever is WrestleMania 33, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. That was less than five. That's what I want. I want high impact. I want it to be quick. But I understand that was, well, there was a world championship (laughs) match, but it wasn't in the main event. I understand there is a certain expectation. And I really, like you said, what else did I expect from this? Not a lot. And the ref bump was good. And these guys were laying it in, which is just the the way in uh, 2019. But... I guess for me, if I was going to criticize it, it's not even. A lot of people are focused on the wrestlers themselves. To me, it was just sort of the atmosphere of, of everything going in. For one reason or another, NXT UK hadn't made me believe that Joe Coffey could win, and that is massively important when you have a match like this. Because I sat there, for, you know, for thirty minutes going, I just don't. Even with the near falls, like, I just don't think they're going to do it. And then when you're right, you're like, oh well, that <laughs> You know that that would that would be the case, but. That happens. Like that, That's not uh, exclusive to this show. It won't be exclusive to other shows. It's just sometimes you get a feeling in your head that they're building to, to something else. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it for what it was. So again, yes, maybe potentially a little bit too long, but that's being very pedantic, pulling at straws. I thought it was a good main event. I thought the card overall was awesome. I thought the fans were excellent. I thought there was some nice nods along the way to you know the, you know, the crowd that was there, the audience that was there. And I can't believe that if you if you watch this, you would have been you would have been massively disappointed necessarily. Well, I wasn't anyway.
1: Exactly. And then. And then obviously, you know, when you see the the copyright thing at the bottom, you think, all right, time to go home. Nope. Here come the Undisputed Era because we need to set up Worlds Collide, which we're going to talk about here in a second.
0: Uh, exactly yeah and i love stuff like that i think right now all shows from aew to wwe to nxt they all seem to be on the money when it comes to giving you a reason to tune in next week that this seems to be the big thing now which it should be you know create create that excitement for seven days down the line and uh yeah i I think that right now everybody is coming up with these ideas and and how cool is that as well you know the Blackpool crowd loved it undisputed eras of proper stars so yeah it, it just ticked all the boxes exactly and um it, it is kind of sad that, uh,
1: you know, we didn't get an Adam Cole baby before they turned the cameras off. But <laughs> I heard that they did it after the cameras were off. And so, you know, to kind of pop the UK crowd a little bit. Yeah, it would I, be it been kind of nice just to see it on camera, you know, just that little know, extra I, thing. You know,
0: I guess they I guess they wanted to focus on. um <clears throat> On the sort of the angle and the match, yeah. and the, oh my gosh! You know we're doing this, which I totally understand. And again, it's one of those things you can argue as a reason to go to a wrestling show live because you get yeah. uh, you get a little you get a little extra something. But yeah, as you say, it, it does build to Worlds Collide. Now, if people don't know what Worlds Collide is, it's basically what has taken the place of Takeover over WrestleMania uh, over WrestleMania. Uh, not WrestleMania weekend, over Raw Rumble weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going down on January 25th in 2020. It'll be in Texas, obviously. That's when the Rumble is. And right now, and we're going to talk about these individually, but just so you have an idea of what the card is, because they did announce more on NXT last night, so I hope what I've got here is up to date. It is, of course, Imperium versus the Undisputed Era, in an eight-man tag match. If you don't think that's going to be crazy, think again. You've got Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm, obviously for the NXT Women's Championship, which ties into this idea that Tony Storm may be moving there. You've got Finn Balor versus, I can never pronounce his name, Ilya Dragonov, which has, that's got, indie nerd oh, fan man. dreams written all over it and you've also got uh, Angel Garcia versus Isaiah Scott versus Jordan Devlin uh, or El Degaro obviously versus Brian Kendrick or Travis Banks i think they are working that out now uh, for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship and the big one DIY reforming to take on Mustache Mountain now obviously the concept of Worlds Collide is to take you know NXT and NXT UK and push them together and i imagine we're going to get a couple of more matches potentially but my word even if we just get those five, and NXT does tend to give us um, shorter cards. Again, if you are invested in all of everything that uh, WWE is doing with its NXT stuff, that is pretty damn good on paper. Oh man,
1: when they were announcing those matches last night, I was, I was just like. Take the needle, inject me with everything. I want it all. <laughs> that's so how it incredible. should be.
0: That's how it should be. You should be excited.
1: When I saw that tweet from tread Seven saying, "Hmm, DIY's coming back." Well, twirl the mustache. What do you? What do you guys think? I'm like, yes. Give me DIY versus mustache mountain. Give me all of it all of it I want it
0: all so- <laughs> the cool thing the cool thing about that is nobody believed that you'd be able to reform DIY when they were knee deep in their feud no. but you know a, a real situation with Tommaso Ciampa's next that just gave him so much sympathy and so much empathy and again did turn him into this out of nowhere baby face and this is why wrestling is so cool that like the real situations can merge with the storyline and now we don't care even though it's a little bit on the nose you're like yeah well we get it and, and it, the, the, the reaction to you know I saw it all on the internet this morning the reaction to DIY getting back together and everybody wants to use their old music. And they want to see all their old moves, and they're taking on two guys that are really, really good. And you don't necessarily see all the time on normal NXT. It's just, it's just exciting and it's different. And I think it justifies the Worlds Collide concept pretty, pretty much instantaneously.
1: Um, let me ask you something real quick before we uh, continue on. Um, like at this point, like, would you want to see them kind of go back to the Gargano Champa feud that was kind of technically never finished?
0: No, I don't think I don't Look, if they want to do it, I, I don't have a problem with stuff like that. Look, you know, you've left it open. It wasn't your fault. There's nothing they could have done. No. Um, but I, I kind of think sometimes you just have to go with the lay of the land. And to me, the, you know, the uh, the structure of the roster and the stories they've got going on, I just think you should leave it where it was. It is a shame because they had invested so much time into it. And sure, look, if it is true that Tommaso and Johnny and are going to stay on the uh, NXT forever and they have no thoughts about going to Raw SmackDown, then you can do it eventually. And no one's going to get mad at you then either, again, because there's extenuating circumstances. But I just don't think you need to do it now. I don't. I hope this doesn't turn into some kind of schmoz or some kind of twist. You know, they've obviously got programs going on that will culminate over WrestleMania weekend as well. I think we should just stick to those for now. And then, yes, yeah, sure. If we get sort of later in the year and you want to do it, it's always there. But I just don't think you need to rush it. I just don't. I, I, I just think it's it It was what it was, and it was a shame, but that's wrestling. You can't help. you can't help people getting yeah. injured. There are some people that get so annoyed about it. I'm like, dude, it wasn't it wasn't triple h's fault. he didn't he didn't want this to happen. what What would you want to see? Would you want to see it? Well, yeah, I mean, like anybody,
1: I would have liked to see it have like a real definitive conclusion, but, of course, yeah, but the th- the what three takeover matches they did, they were absolutely phenomenal. And yeah. it's like I'm sure they have the ability to top those matches, but Look, if it never happens, then will I be disappointed? Yeah. Am I going to lose sleep over it? Not really. Because, you know, I think what they're doing right now is great. Um, you know, it, it's uh, we're getting a one-time DIY reunion out of it, you know. Um, I'm fully on board with that. And then... Uh, and then, yeah, the the other announcement, uh, Finn Balor versus Dragunov. Are you kidding me? That's
0: going to be an excellent match, man. That's, that's going to be – it's one of those things that probably would have been – because, you know, obviously Finn Balor's got his own feud at the moment, and he's going to have his, his big blow-off match. But this is why I really like the Worlds Collide concept, because mm-hmm. – it's like you're playing a video game or something. Which two guys do I want to put together? I think you can say the same for someone like Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm, but that's just not as exciting as Finn Balor, Finn Balor versus off. just because those two guys have been around longer. As simple as that, right? You've been anticipating it for longer. And because they're doing it under the NXT banner, and not the WWE banner, you just don't know what kind of match you're going to get. And it's a singles match, and you could potentially have Finn Balor lose. I mean, you could come up with an idea. I don't think it will happen, but you could. But that, to me is one of those things you know that could happen the night before the rumble and that everybody is talking about it for a while like if you don't know about dragon which i assume some people don't because i know a lot of people that listen to this are raw smackdown dynamite views which is fine you don't have to watch everything but he is is a very under the radar talent and, and when finn balor i feel works with those kind of people you do get magic if you are into this you know we'll call it 2020 wrestling style i mean it could be absolutely phenomenal yeah
1: i mean uh, I'll be honest with you like I really didn't know who Ilya Dragunov was until he
0: came to no. NXT UK And nor should you dude like I, I don't like this idea you have to know everybody no you don't
1: No and it's like when he came in it's like oh my god this guy's incredible He he's a hard hitter and he he commands a presence you know when he gets up on the turnbuckle and he's you know uh, maestroing the crowd and everything you know he, he, he exudes a presence and you know when he's pointing down at the camera, looking at you with those eyes, yeah, it's just you—you you feel that intimidation when he's in the ring. So yeah, so Finn Balor Dragonov—I mean, I don't know that—that that could be my pick for match of the show, but it's—it's it's too early to tell at this point because I think they might still be announcing more matches. But yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, now, as far as the the cruiserweight stuff. Uh, So last night, they had a triple threat between uh, Tyler Breeze, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Leo Rush. And the winner of that was going to be put into the Fatal 4-Way for the Cruiserweight title at Worlds Collide. And uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott won that match. So as of right now, it's Garza and Scott, and they still got two spots available. So... I I presume they're going to give those two spots to some UK talent, but I really it, it remains to be seen at this point. We just got to you know t- tune into the next episode and find out.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, you know people are, people are saying that it, you know it's going to be like we said earlier: Gaza versus Scott versus definitely or Elaguero versus Kendrick or Banks. Wow, oh, yeah. I, I, I I mean. I would imagine. Who knows what they're going to do though? But this is all this is all up in the air. But I mean, if you do get Garza versus Scott versus Devlin, which ties to the conversation we had earlier, versus you know either the Brian Kendrick or Travis Banks in a fatal four way on that kind of a stage, especially for the UK guys who you know may not necessarily get, get the chance to to perform perform that big, it will be. I, I think they will go all out. And you were just talking about what match steals the show. That one just could be absolutely unbelievable. It could be absolutely ridiculous. Like I. I, I, I the whole thing blows my mind. If you're into sort of again, like I say, that independent match kind of scene, all of this is going to be fire. And look, you may even change the title there. I know, I know, it hasn't been on the, around Gaza's Waste overly long, but you could change the title there. You could put the title on a UK guy and have some kind of crossover. You know, start some many kind of invasion angle. It certainly worked when you know Survivor Series. That's when NXT was getting its best ratings. So maybe you want to do something like that. I don't know. There's loads of cool things you can do.
1: No, you're absolutely right. So um i mean i i really can't see them taking yeah like you said i can't really see them taking the cruiserweight title off of garza so so soon especially putting it on the uk brand but again it it would be something surprising for sure but yeah
0: i mean i think the cool thing is you don't know that's the cool thing you don't know you doubt it and i doubt it as well but i wouldn't put it past them it's not like Again, it's not like the, it's not like the the, uh, the Walter Joe Coffee Match. I right? just deep down, it's, like, it's just not going to happen. At this one, I'd be like, Nah, I don't know. I'll see what happens on TV over the next few weeks, and uh, and we'll go from there. It's the same with Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. I don't think there's a million in a million years do you take the belt off Rhea Ripley? You know, her build to winning it was such a big deal that they booked it so well. And you know, the, one of the reasons Shayna Baszler was so successful is because she held that title for so long. And I think NXT has proven time and time again that with their world titles, they will do that over and over again. But because it is Tony Storm and you know how much they have invested in her, and because she didn't win at uh, NXT, NXT TakeOver 2 in Blackpool, a, a, I have like a 1.2% me, like, well, maybe something interesting is going to go down. Also, that match I think is great. I, and I think those two are doing a really good job in building it up.
1: <clears throat> okay, now, for, forgive me here for a second, but did they officially announce Ripley versus Tony Storm? I, I really don't remember that.
0: I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm going off information that I was reading about. I'm Uh basically going off the fact that her and... uh... Her and um, Tony Storm are arguing on Twitter. That's what I'm going off. Right, <laughs> they've, right. they've just they've just thrown so many barbs at each other. I'm like, surely that's a match. Surely <laughs> it may have been properly uh, it may have been properly announced, but I'm behind at the moment. But yeah, I'm going off the fact that they are having a social media war, which usually in WWE world will then uh, will then relate to a to a match. And I think that's the match you do too. You know, with everybody they've got. Tony Storm, you know, is more synonymous with the UK brand. Obviously, Rhea Ripley right now is the number one in the US brand. That's the match I want to see when it comes to the women. There's nothing else that's going to get me as excited as that. Which some people may say, "What about Kaylee Ray?" Given that she's the champion. No, no, no. Just on paper, I'm more interested in that.
1: Yeah, and uh, and, and plus that allows you to do uh, something interesting with Kaylee Ray because you know you got uh, Ripley versus Storm, which is you know they're from. The two different NXT brands, and you could have an established woman on NXT take on Kaylee Ray, so it kind of works both ways. Um, now, I can't remember because because uh, last night on NXT they had a women's battle royal, which was really good. You really should check it out. Um, that was for a number one contendership to Rhea Ripley, but I I'm not completely sure. If it was for World's Collide. I think it might just be for like next week on NXT. I could be wrong. But yeah, like if we are gonna get re Ripley versus Hoy Storm, totally down with that. You know, those two had uh great matches over the the UK women's belt. So yeah, I'm I'm all for that. And like I said, uh Katie Ray can put her title on the line against uh maybe I don't know, Io Shirai or uh, not Bianca Belair, because she, she won the Battle Royal. She
0: won um, the Battle Royal, yeah. I mean, we should, it's surprising, right? I didn't have her down for that at all. I genuinely surprised me. I was like, oh, okay. We're going that direction. She is great, though. It's definitely her time.
1: Yeah. Um, she, she'll put on uh, a good show against Rhea. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm perfectly okay with uh, Rhea and Tony. They're great. Um Again, we'll see what happens with, with uh, what they do with Kaylee Ray. Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll think of something.
0: Oh, yeah. And obviously, and then we've got the big Imperium versus Undisputed Era match. Eight-man tag. That's Uh-oh. a proper World Collide <laughs> thing. That's proper UK versus US. I love the fact the Undisputed Era now have been going on for what? Let me see if I can find out quickly. Uh, the stable was formed on August 19th, 2017. So we are over two years strong. These are the kind of groups that I like because they're not always together. There's been tension, to, you know, tease. Eventually you can break them up if you want. But, you know, it's, like, it's like the New Day. I invest more the longer you go on. I just do. And sometimes, much like the New Day, you can even go past the point. I'm like, we should break them up. And I start liking them again. So, you know, I, I just I just love the fact that, yeah, I, I love the fact that uh, we're doing this. Imperium, obviously not that same way at all. They've only been together a short while but I'm excited about this. I think it will be a brawl. I think it will be all over the place. And I just think it will. Be, it may even start the things off. Just to have a wild, wild <laughs> fight on the outside of the ring.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because obviously, because it's an eight-man tag and and the Undisputed Era hold all the gold in NXT, obviously, they're not going to be on the line. So, And neither is Walter's UK belt. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be... A bit surprising if they put that match on first. But again, I'd be all for it. I, I want to see these two factions, the, the two top factions in the NXT brands collide in, yeah,
0: in, in I mean, this world. <laughs> and who who knows where it goes too, as well, right? Because you've got a couple of champions in there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the cool thing. Do we kind of spin off? A? you just don't know. You just don't know.
1: Exactly. So, so yeah, I, I am henching my bets that this will be <laughs> one of the best shows of the year. And we're only in the first month of 2020, so.
0: <laughs> I, tell me about it, man. Tell me about it. Um, and what did you think about NXT last night, as well as we as recording this on the day it went live? Like, uh, I managed to watch a little bit, basically, you know, t- clips on Twitter because again, I just haven't had a chance today. I usually watch it on Thursday evenings. I thought, from what from what I could make out, I thought the um, uh, the number one contenders battle royal. Uh, the the women's one was very very good I like the surprise of uh, you know Casey Cantanzaro coming back and Tegan Knox was in it as well and also I thought the way that uh, Belair threw Shirai out of there I saw that I was like man (laughs) she she really wanted to get her out of that Royal Rumble I mean if you don't know it was Bianca Bier, Mia Yim I've got a list here, Io Shirai, uh, Santana Garrett, Zia Lee, Vanessa Bourne, Caden Carter, Shotzi Blackheart, Catalina, Jesse, Kamei and MJ Jenkins and obviously you know Shotzi Blackheart throughout um well, uh, shana Baszler. Uh, Baszler, thank you brain yeah like crazy like what are they going to do there so i thought it was a really really well worked again i watched it in clips but from what i could make of it a very very well smart out thing a complete different new challenger is going to challenge for the belt but also telling all these stories and hopefully starting some new feuds as well
1: yeah man like i i am like 100 behind Shotzi blackheart i i saw her one time and that was during the Evolve 10th anniversary show she instantly like just stole my heart in that show. She she was amazing. And then when she got signed to NXT, that I mean, tears of joy right there. And then the first, uh, and then her first match. Who, oh man, who's her first match against? I know it was during the Christmas episode because they had it pre-taped. I think it was Bianca. Yeah, I think it was Bianca Belair. Great match. And then, yeah, she throws out the former NXT uh, women's champion. I mean, talk about strapping a rocket to somebody uh, automatically, you you know, Um, or, uh, you know, at least making a statement. So, yeah, I'm really glad that they gave that honor to Shotzi.
0: Uh, no and that's the thing right that's how you build someone especially in a raw rumble and it's not like when we did that with maven all those years ago yeah and uh, you know we <laughs> we built maven by killing him you know we we, we, we didn't do that the other you didn't get well Shayna baser didn't like you know ruin her not not to that extent anyway but that's the way to do it and i again i want to see those two go at it i do i'm intrigued straight away i was intrigued
1: yeah and and also like you said uh the return of casey catanzaro like, when I saw her name on the tron, I'm like, wow. I mean, you know, obviously there had been rumors going around that, you know, she had quit WWE or, or whatever the case was. I, I don't know exactly what the rumors were, but I was genuinely devastated. You know, I, I wanted to see more of her because I think, you know, she, she has the credentials to be a, a, a massive star and she's back. So that, that just fills me with joy, man. Nah, that. me
0: too and it goes to show don't always believe what you read <laughs> sometimes no. it gets it gets drastically thrown out of proportion what did you think about the rest of the show like i say i'm not the best person to talk about it man but i know you've uh, you've indulged you mentioned to me when we were doing the super chat on the show earlier you thought it was uh, you thought it was pretty damn good
1: oh yeah like nxt is just you know chef's kiss it, it's a it's an amazing show look i'm sorry if i'm you know Pissing off all the AEW fans listening right now, but
0: come on, man! <laughs> Don't worry. About
1: these that, are dude. these are two really good shows. All right, the Dynamite and NXT are really good shows, but the thing is, just for me, NXT it it has that extra coat of polish. You know what I'm saying? It just something about it just puts it just a a, a notch, one little notch above Dynamite, and yeah, last night proved it. Because we had, you know, we had the debut of the Broser weights, man. Come on. Matt Riddle <laughs> and Pete Dunn put on a, a fantastic match with uh, 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 Flesh, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic match. And uh, what was really surprising to me was the, the other uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic match between uh, Grizzled Young Veterans and the Reunited Time Splitters. Now, uh again forgive me people listening i'm not familiar with the time splitters okay um i i kind of knew who kushida was because you know uh, in his time in new japan you know i heard a lot of good things about him i didn't know he was part of a tag team with alex shelley so again forgive me if i'm Forgive my ignorance, you're, but
0: you're, you're allowed, you're allowed to be ignorant, my friend. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you can't be expected to know everybody in wrestling.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm not saying they put on a dull performance. Total opposite of that. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It was kind of surprising to see gri- grizzled young veterans go over. But then once I saw the brackets, I'm like, okay, they're kind of making an even playing field because now in the semifinals, you got two teams from NXT and two teams from NXT UK. Uh, we got uh, Imperium going up against Undisputed Era, and then we got um, Grizzled Young Veterans going up against the Broserweights. So mm. it it, it, it kind of evens it out. So yeah, I guess a lot of people were upset that the Time Splitters uh, didn't make it past that round, and I'm kind of surprised that Alex Shelley took the pin in that match because.
0: You know, I, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think he signed properly, has he, with the company? So I imagine it's something like that. He, I imagine it's you, you're not a guy.
1: Y- yeah, I, I think he was just brought in as like a little special attraction thing. Um, I mean, heck, it's better than you know. I mean, when they first announced it and they showed Kushida with a mystery partner, I'm like, huh? You know, I, I, I kind of wonder what they're doing there. And then they announce it's the Time Splitters reuniting, like okay, well, I guess that's better than just, you know, putting him with somebody completely random, I guess. You know, at least at least they put him with somebody that the, a lot of the diehard indie wrestling fans are familiar with.
0: Yeah, but, I, I got a kick out of it. I remember reading about those guys. I never saw them much <laughs> when, they, when they were doing it, but I remember reading about it. And again, it was just, there was so much love for them. I was, I was quite excited when they got announced.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I was okay with Grizzled Young Veterans going over. And also... I gotta give a shout out to the the small percentage of audience that tried to do the "If you hate Gibson, shoes off" chant, man. That's one of my favorite <laughs> chants, and
0: I I was really hoping only in wrestling, right? I was really hoping
1: Full Sail would get on board with that, but eh, it didn't happen. But but I'm glad at least there were a few in there that tried. You know,
0: I like it's, it's just one of those things. It's again only in wrestling can you get weird nonsense like that. And I, yeah, I, I love it every single time. So now I'm with you. I, I think it, I guess I haven't seen it, but it, I, it, it sounded good. It was a kick for the fans that knew about them. They don't have to win. They don't always have to win in wrestling. It really, really don't. I know that sounds crazy to some people, but it's okay sometimes just to be there for a short angle, get in, get out. You know, um, I- I'm looking forward to seeing it though. It sounds like it sounds like a really, really good show. And you mentioned the uh, the Scott Tyler Breeze and Leo Rush triple threat match. I know a lot of people love that because they were waxing lyrical about Tyler Breeze and how we all need to remember how good he is.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. He, uh, <laughs> it it just really. It's just another one of those things where uh, it's just like with when Finn Balor came back. It's like you, you got a genuine appreciation of how how good these guys actually were when they were in NXT, and how incredibly underutilized they were on the main roster. I mean, I know Finn Balor was treated more of a star than Tyler Breeze was, but both both the guys had incredible talent, and you know, sadly, they never got to truly show what they could do on the main roster. So uh yeah so and uh is Fendango injured I think I heard something yes something. yeah he,
0: he got injured yeah guy, that, unfortunately yeah he's having he's had a bad run at the moment poor guy
1: yeah that really sucks um but but hey you know it it allows uh, Tyler to get some singles action in so yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's amazing um before we do wrap up man I do want to ask you a question because obviously you're quite an avid viewer of NXT mm-hmm. Um, were you surprised by uh, cause it, it could just be a one off as we, the, the ratings will be out a long while um, before. But, 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 you know, people already know about the ratings, basically, before before we uh, before we get there. But last week, you know, obviously it did a good seven hundred and fifty thousand or whatever it was, but it was really down in the demographic. And that genuinely it did. It took me aback. I'm not going to lie. It's not what I was. I was not what I was expecting at all. Do you have any idea of, you know, do, you know as, a, as a fan, like I say, of why that happened or anything like that?
1: I honestly don't know. Um, I know that uh, I know that WWE is not like big in the the whole eighteen to forty nine demographic thing.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it, it was just the drop that got me. It just surprised me so much. I was like, well, it's, you know, I know they had those two weeks off when they were, um, you know, doing the the, the award shows. You know, not 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 the proper mm-hmm. shows and everything like that. But I still didn't expect. Yeah, I didn't expect them to do that
1: well yeah anytime you get like a an award show or or maybe like a pre-take show you know they're obviously not going to do as many viewers because sometimes you know results leak online and people are just like "Eh, i'm not gonna bother just because i already know the results but yeah like it is quite a shame that you know nxt doesn't have the viewership that i think it should have at least you know i'm I'm generally surprised it doesn't get at least a million viewers every year. I mean, mean every week, but um, I I just don't know. It it, it is quite a, uh, excuse the pun here. It's an up and down thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Um, (laughs) I'll take it. It's
1: it's like, yeah, like in terms of ratings, like AEW uh, has beaten NXT uh, ratings-wise uh most of the time since it started. I, yeah, I, I really just don't know. The
0: No, I get it. I'm just interested, man. I mean, I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do later. Like I say, it's certainly, from what I've, <clears throat> excuse me, from what I can understand, I mean, I, again, I thought Dynamite was a, a, an awesome show. You can go back to the previous episode to hear me talk about that. But uh, it sounds as if, you know, taking away anything else that's happened over the last few weeks that... NXT absolutely smashed it too. There was good progression. There was good professional wrestling. So hopefully, you know, when we, uh, when we, they all come out, it, it's a lot closer. I think having, I, I think having, the ratings be close is good for everybody because, you know, competition like that just creates more creativity. It just does. You know, people, they, they get, uh, you know, that's why NXT moved to Wednesdays on TV. You know, it lights a fire under people, and I think that's massively important, but we shall, we shall wait and see. I think the awesome thing about this week in general, again, SmackDown's already happened by the time you've heard this, but if SmackDown's good, what an amazing week for professional wrestling, all in all, right? Like, it is, mm-hmm. I think Raw is a better show. I think AEW was great. NXT sounds like it's absolutely smashed it too i know that nwa I haven't seen it yet it's on my list but they did good too it's just there's so much you know there, there is so much there and hopefully this is you know hopefully it's just hopefully it's just a step in the right direction for professional wrestling in general
1: yeah uh, i'm i'm enjoying everything like nwa power i'm loving that show too for what it is you know it's it's not the big high octane stuff that uh, dynamite and nxt are but it's just still fun. I'm I'm enjoying the stories they're telling, you know, and they're totally. they're kind of bringing in more established names, you know, like Marty Scurll and Melina. I mean, he- heck of a thing! It's Scott Steiner there. I mean, they're doing something right, you know. But, <laughs> I
0: love Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner never going to leave. <laughs> He's never going to leave pro wrestling. It's hilarious. But
1: yeah, so and I just want to say one thing because uh, because I know we probably want to wrap up here soon. Um, so we've, we've definitely highlighted NXT a lot in this episode. Like, again, I'm not saying uh, Dynamite's a bad show. It's it's a good show. But it's just, for me personally, NXT just has that slightly better polish. And, um, and plus, NXT UK, listen, if there's anyone listening to this right now that doesn't watch NXT UK, please give it a watch. And, you know support it i mean i know know, i know there's a lot of people out there who say well wwe's killing the british indie scene it's like well i'm sorry you know they got a lot of great talent on that show They, they snatched them all up but they're they put on great matches they tell great stories um so please just you know give nxt uk a chance like even if you just watch the the takeovers even though they only do two a year you know just just support the brand that's all i'm saying
0: Oh yeah dude can't argue with that my friend can't argue with that at all it's uh it's well said it's well <laughs> said and again it, the situation is what it is but the best thing you can always do when it comes to professional wrestling is just support it uh, as best you can. And I agree. Look, I, I don't watch NXT UK as much as I can just because there is an oversaturation of wrestling now. And I do think you have to pick and choose. But like my man Nick says, it is a very, very good show. You certainly won't be disappointed if you do if you do decide to watch it or I'd be very surprised. It's the, a bunch of guys trying to kill themselves <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the product, which is just what, that's what, you know, that's what wrestling is. It's an incredible thing now where the in-ring stuff is almost taken for granted. You know, you've got to be good. You've got to be good. And they certainly prove each and every week uh, uh, that they are. And that's it. That's our NXT special. I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I did just see a headline that apparently Dave Meltzer didn't think that Bianca Belair should win the, should have won that Royal Rumble. So I'll be intrigued to learn more about that. To me, perfect <laughs> person to win it. Someone different, somebody interesting. I can't wait to see where it goes. Dude, as, well, a, as a sort of a nice wrap up, where do you want to see NXT? Where do you want NXT to be in a year? What do you want to see from it? Or are you just happy for them to continue on the road they're doing now? I mean... I know that right now, you know,
1: NXT and Full Sail have like a really good relationship. And, you know, that there's, it's like, you know, you you get that feeling that you're home when you're there. And so obviously, if you take NXT on the road, it kind of, it's kind of going to lose something a little bit, I think. Um, I mean, it would obviously put NXT in front of bigger crowds, make it feel like a bigger show. If they do take it on the road, I'm I'm not against that, um, but obviously if if it drops in viewership for whatever reason, then I don't know, maybe they might have to stay in full sale for the foreseeable future. Um, I don't know. I mean, is just really good right now. Uh, it's so it the way I see it, it can only get better from here. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. <laughs>
0: Oh no hell yeah dude I like it it can only get better from here there ain't nothing wrong with that well look mate, Nick man I want to thank you so much thank you for your continued patronage as well it's really cool now like we we built up this this rapport just over talking on podcasts and I think that's uh, I think that's badass so thank you to you my friend as always and again if you want to come on the podcast you can head over to patreon.com forward slash simon miller 316 or simon miller 316 and check it out there's other rewards there too you can just throw a dollar in there which is always appreciative uh, make sure you check out the the YouTube live shows at the moment the schedule is Definitely Tuesdays at 1pm and Thursdays at 1pm. Sometimes life gets in the way. But just keep an eye out for that notification once you do subscribe. Otherwise, you can get my wrestling merchandise at simonmiller.bigcartel.com. All my podcasts are supported by pinsandknuckles.com and pinsandknucklesmerch.com that also carries an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at simon316 if you want to yell at me. But more important than that, just enjoy yourself. Have good weekends. Enjoy wrestling as much as you can. Enjoy all the internet hate. Keep yourself positive and I will talk to you again very soon. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.